What's up, my money-making friends, my cool cats and kittens? Welcome back to another episode of the Scotty Taylor Jr. Podcast. This is going to be a short and sweet episode for all of you today. It is going to be if you're in sales and you want more sales, this will be for you. So even if you're not in a sales position and you want to be, still will be helpful. And you know what? I would even go so far as to say that even if you're not in sales at all, this will still be valuable because life is sales, right? Right. You're you're constantly, quote unquote, convincing people. You're convincing someone to go to this restaurant. You're convincing somebody to try this dish. You're convincing somebody to buy an Apple instead of an Android. Like you're constantly, you know, selling people something, right? You're selling people your ideas. You're selling people your thoughts, your opinions, how you think things should be run. And so if you want to be better at selling and get better at selling, then this will be for you. So without further ado, let's get into it. Hey friends, welcome to the Success Money Mindset Podcast. My name is Scotty Taylor Jr. and I'm a money manifestation expert, success and finance coach, and serial entrepreneur on my way to a seven-figure year and creating the life of my dreams. I am obsessed with helping you make more money, bust your limiting beliefs around money and success, and create a life you once thought was impossible. I teach you the tried and true tactical and energetic principles of success and money to help you massively up-level your life. My goal in this podcast is to help you achieve the things you really desire so you can go out and change the world. Think of this podcast as a conversation with your financially savvy best friend who really wants what's best for you and challenges and encourages you with your mindset development along the way. I am so excited you're here and I have such a good feeling about this. Get ready to learn and grow on this journey together and let's have some fun. Okay, so the foundational lesson that I learned, we're just jumping right in today. The foundational lesson that I learned when it comes to making more money in sales and being a better salesperson it really comes down to one tiny shift. It's one simple, tiny thing that you can do in your process that is going to reap massive rewards for you. And so here is, here's the shift, and then I'm going to elaborate on it. Instead of trying to convince somebody in a sales conversation to do what you want them to do, the shift is that my job as the salesperson is to help them make a decision, period, end of story. When you take away trying to convince this person to say yes or no, you remove all of the sticky, negative, needy energy, and you replace it with genuine love, care, and interest. And the cool thing is about this is this is how you will get more sales, period, end of story. And I'll explain to you why. But more than that, you're going to fucking feel better. You're going to enjoy your sales job more. You're going to enjoy being an entrepreneur more. You're going to enjoy selling more because it takes all of the fucking weight off your shoulders of trying to convince somebody of something. 
So let's just take a collective, like, whoo, like a big deep breath. Because I know that when I learned this, I was like, oh, like a huge deep breath. It's not my job to convince anybody to buy a program of mine, to join a coaching program, to join my mastermind, to do one-on-one. It's not my fucking job. My job is to educate and to help them make a decision one way or the other, right? So let's break this down a little bit deeper. Why is it your job to help them make a decision? Well, I believe that when it comes to sales, when you show up and you talk to somebody, the the worst thing that you can do is to leave the conversation with the person feeling worse than they started the conversation, right? Either by guilting them, pressuring them, making them feel stressed, um, or even worse, by getting somebody to say yes when they really didn't want to. And early on in my career as an advisor, when I was in sales, I thought it was my job to convince people to say yes. I really thought it was my job to get people to say yes to me, right? And so when people would say yes, I would feel so good. I'd be like, oh my gosh, life is amazing. And when people would say no, I'm like, damn, I'm a failure. Like I really fucked up. And I knew that their no's would be inevitable. I knew that. But I still felt like I was messing up somehow. How could I have said this differently? How could I have uh, made the conversation differently, right? How could I have gone back in time and changed what I said and really got them to see things my way so that they could have said yes, right? And if you've been in sales for a while, one of the things you're probably familiar with and you probably have experienced is somebody saying yes and then fast forwarding a period of time and then them coming back to you and saying, no, I changed my mind. I don't want to do this. And how how much more painful is it for somebody to change their mind and want a refund or complain? How much more painful is that? versus allowing them to have just said no in the beginning and moving on, right? I know that this mindset feels pretty contradictory to what we're taught as salespeople. Like if you're an event planner or you're a financial advisor or you're a mortgage broker or you're a coach, you're probably, or if you sell a product, you you feel like your job is to sell people. You're like, I want to get people into my program, right? Whatever it is that I'm selling, I'm going to get more people in because the more people I get in, the more people I can help, right? Correct. But the caveat is the more right people you get in, the more people you'll help. If you if you bring in people through fear tactics or manipulation, or like you're just selling them so hard that they just feel like they have to say yes, then, and they're not really right for this product or service, then you're actually doing them a disservice and you're harming them. Now, that being said, I want people to say yes to me, right? I'm a normal fucking human and I would like to make more money. And in order to do that, more people have to say yes, right? That There's like a direct correlation. More people say yes, I make more money. Cool, right? But the thing is that my job is to educate in the most aligned way possible when I sit down with people. And when I'm in the conversation, my job is to get them to make a decision, right? And the decision is either yes, no, or not now, right? And 
that provides so much relief for me as the as a salesperson because then I can just have a normal conversation with another person and there's no ulterior motive or ulterior agenda on my plate, right? I'm not sitting there thinking, man, I got to get them to say yes, I have to pay my rent. Like I'm putting all of my personal, um, you know, hangups or beliefs on the back burner and I'm sitting here and I'm like, how can I help you? How can I show up and help you make the best decision for you? And here's a really cool thing that happens as I continue to practice this and get better at this. First of all, more people say yes, because they sense my authenticity and my genuineness in actually trying to help them and not trying to get them to say yes, uh, to get them to say yes specifically. I just want to help them make a decision. So therefore, inevitably, more people say yes right? It's like when you start dating somebody and they're so needy and you're just kind of like, oof, like, I don't know about you versus the person who's like more just like, cool. Like it would be cool if we did. It would be cool if we didn't. There's no pressure here. And then you think to yourself, wow, this is a really cool person. Like I want to spend more time with them. Right? So when we take away the pressure, people actually do want to work with us. Right? And so that provides so much relief on our end. And then on top of that, we get to actually challenge the people in healthier ways. So when I'm in a sales conversation with somebody and they're like, I can't afford your program. I'm not coming at that statement as a, you suck, Scotty, your program sucks. I don't want to work with you. I get to take the approach of like, okay, cool. How can I educate them to see things differently? Because again, it's not about getting them to say yes to me, right? I want them to leave the conversation with a new mindset, feeling better than they did before. So if somebody comes to me and is like, I can't afford that, I'm not going to go in and say, well, actually you can because you have money in this account, right? And they're like, oh, fuck, he's like trying to get me to say yes. I'm not overcoming their objections, right? Overcoming objections makes it feel like I am trying to convince somebody of something. So instead, if somebody says, I can't afford that, I'd say, totally understand that. Like, I 100% get that because I know what it's like to be in a position where you feel like money is really limited and really scarce. And that sucks. And that really is is not fun. Now, something I want to share with you, if you're open to hearing it, is, you know, you say you can't afford this, right? Let's say it's $5,000. You say you can't afford the $5,000. But what if nothing changes in your business over the next six months? right? What if nothing changes? What if you don't invest in anything and you keep going where you're going? Are you going to be in a financial position that feels good, right? Or on the other side of it, what if you invested $5,000 and you grew your business by $20,000, right? Would that be worth it to you, right? And so I can have this conversation to help them see things differently. But if they still say no, I'm like, cool, I'm happy. Fuck yeah. I want it to be a no if it's a no. I don't want it to be a no because you're afraid, you're operating from fear or scarcity or anxiety. I want it to be a no because it's a no coming from love. Like, I understand the value you're providing, and I don't think it's right for me right now. A hundred fucking percent yes. I'm so down with that. I'm just not down with somebody saying, I can't afford it, I'm scared, or will it work for me? Any of those quote-unquote excuses, and, and me not trying to get them to say yes, helps me have an actual conversation with them, right? And I'll tell them, my job here is not to get you to say yes, my job is to help you make a decision, 
right? In order to make a decision, people think they need time, right? People don't need time to make a decision. They need information. However, people think that the more time they have, the more information they can gather, and the more information they gather, they can make a better decision, right? With the small caveat that sometimes it does take time for someone's nervous system to warm up to me or warm up to you, right? If I just met you and we're having a conversation, I could say all the things you're like, I need that, I need that, I need that, I want to work with you, but they're still like, oh, I still need more time, not because they're not bought into the product, service, or value I'm offering, it's because they don't know me yet, and their nervous system hasn't warmed up to paying me yet, and that's cool also, right? So... And that's an area it would be a not now. Like, can I follow up with you in 48 hours? Can I follow up with you in 72, 72 hours, in a week, in two months, right? Whatever feels right at that time. But the ability to challenge them and help them see things differently is such a valuable thing that you can do when you enter the sales conversation from that place of, I'm not here to convince you. I'm just here to help you make a decision. So it's a tiny shift. It's a really small difference. But it's a really big difference in the grand scheme of things because it changes the entire sales process. So I had 25 sales calls in the last two weeks, and I went into every single one of them with this neutral feeling of it would be really awesome for them to say yes, but I'm totally fucking fine if they say no. And I went into every single conversation that way. And looking back, at times I feel different emotions around like, oh, I could have said that differently or I could have done that differently. But I'm learning, I'm growing and I'm expanding. And I'm not going to look back and say, oh, I totally messed that one up. Because I know that my job is not to convince somebody. I know my job is to help them and to educate them and to help them make the best decision for them. So I hope this episode was helpful for all of you that are in sales. And again, even if you're not in sales, I think it's still wildly valuable because truthfully, life is sales. All right, my friends, have a wonderful, wonderful day, and I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found it really helpful. If you did, I'd love for you to leave a review on iTunes so I can keep putting out great content. If we're not yet connected on the socials, I'd love to meet you. You can find me on Instagram at Scotty Taylor Jr. and drop me a DM if you want to chat. Or check out my website, scottytaylorjr.com, for more inspirational content, blog posts, and other freebies. I love you, friends, and I can't wait to see you in the next episode. Remember, you're a badass and you deserve the life of your dreams. 